three, two, one. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Paul Andrigo here, realestatepodcastshow.com. Calling this one, The Deal from Hell. So, over the years, 22 years of doing this, there's been a lot of turbulent deals. There's been some that have been smooth as ice. So I'm going to make sure I share as many of those as I can to bring you guys into this world. Because unless you're one of the people on the agreement, the buyer or the seller, or one of the agents, you never get to hear the real story. And I mean all the juicy details, unfiltered, all the bloody gore, everything that you possibly could ask for. And these are, these are the stories that a lot of you want. You don't want the cookie cutter um, Instagram or TikTok polished videos. You know a lot of those are fake. And you know if someone's sitting in a car or pretending to write an offer, you don't know what else you know, might not be true. So my goal here with the True Soul Stories series is to make sure that you hear the true soul stories and all of the struggles and all of the challenges that could happen in between. So this particular property was a wonderful, wonderful condo owned by a wonderful lady. So she'd owned the condo for about 10 years and for the most part, five or 10 years usually uh, for a lot of people is long enough to sort of make the move from their first place to their second place. So the um, phone call was made. She reached out to me. She knew that um, I was the only one that was going to be able to make sure that she got through this. And even if there was any issues or details that had to be solved, she already knew that I was the one that was going to help her through it. So we started off really well. We actually got the property on the market. I had my property podcast. Everything was perfect. We had it all out on the market. And this was in a building, mind you, that did not really have a lot of quick sales happening. We put it up. Within two days, the property was sold. A little bit of a... <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Pardon me. A little bit of the backstory is that we, of course, had <clears throat> everything ready to go for the listing. I already, two weeks before that, had her order the status certificate, which is absolutely critical, especially right now in this market, especially if you want to make sure that you are reducing the variables for failure. So I made sure everything was in place. The only thing that I couldn't possibly know for sure was the financial status of the buyers. So aside from making sure that the deposit was really big, and that's something that I've always been very, very serious about. And this is even in so-called good markets. I've always wanted to make sure of that. And this time around, it was one of the smartest things that I could have done for her because it ended up saving the deal. So in this case, we had these buyers and again, everything went really well. We um, 
had a little back and forth, very, very minor, and everything was accepted. We're good to go. So I believe we had a 60-day closing on this one. And uh, right around day 30 is when I got the call. And this is when the spooky music should start, if I had that effect. So this call came through, and I was actually away for a little while with my family, and I got this phone call. And the agent said to me that it doesn't look like we're going to be able to close on time. The buyer's funds have not arrived yet from another country. So as soon as I start to hear those kind of words coming from somebody else, I always get into the mode where, yes, I understand that, but I also say, why is this my problem? And the reason I say it like that is because I need the other party to understand that this delay, if there's going to be one, is not going to be one that is the fault of my client. So this is going to be the fault of the buyer. And as a result of that, things can get very messy, especially if the property owner that I'm working with has already gone and purchased another property and they need to close on a certain day. So because of that, we had to make sure that every possible protection was in place and that if we were going to be dealing with a delay in closing, that my client would be protected and to make sure that the deal still gets closed, even if it took a little bit longer. So as we get closer and closer to closing day, of course, the stress is building up. We're not 100% sure if it's going to happen. And what ends up happening is that the deal gets delayed. So unfortunately, we didn't close on the closing day, even though my client did have another property they had to close on. So we had to get all of the top mortgage brokers that we knew in these areas into action to make sure that this would happen. And it did uh, happen okay for her on that end. Uh, and then about a week after the delay, uh, we finally got word about, I think about seven days exactly after the uh, planned closing, um, the, the, the closing actually did happen. The funds were found. And in this case, the funds had to be secured from uh, another party. They had to actually get another loan from somebody else. So the secret here is if you are waiting for funds, and if you are buying, you better make sure that those funds are already here before you start making this process, especially during the pandemic. Um, this kind of stuff is really, really important to make sure of so that you have the access to funds so that it wouldn't have affected your closing as a buyer. And of course, you won't affect a seller's ability to, again, proceed with their closing. But this one was a very rough one on my client. And I do always try to make sure that they know that I am always going to be the one that's going to hold on to the steering wheel while we're right while we're driving that airplane and I'm always going to be the one to make sure that it lands safely and although it was a bumpy ride eventually we had a safe landing and things turned out just great and this client has moved on to their new property and started an entirely new chapter in their lives and I want you to understand that again 
behind the soul scenes, the true soul stories are not exactly as you might see them. If you just see those um, sold over asking signs and sold signs and think that nothing happens behind the scenes, there's a lot that's happening behind the scenes. And if you're listening to this in May of 2022, there is an entirely different shift in the market from just a few months ago. So these sort of delays and unplanned exp- uh, uh, unplanned surprises are going to be more common. And there's going to be a lot more buyers from the last few months who are going to be questioning whether they paid too much. And in some cases, they're even asking their lawyers, how do I get out of this thing? So as a seller, I've already mentioned one of the things that I do here, but there's several more elements that are in my program, especially for you that are uh, selling right now. And that is, again, it's called the ultimate experience. And you go right to my website, realestatepodcastshow.com. It's right there. There's three buttons. There's the ultimate seller experience, the ultimate buying experience, and the ultimate investment investor experience. So you've got three buttons to click, and that takes you to the next ch- uh, the next page and gets you started on that ch- chapter of your journey. And I make sure that you are given all the proper protections wherever you might be on that scale. For some of you, you might be buyers, sellers, and investors. And I'll make sure that you get all the best of the best experiences when you're working with me and mostly the protections and the backup that you're going to need, especially during a turbulent market like we're in right now. Thanks for tuning in.